Shabbat Tafnun Teta Aleph, the last thing we were talking about, we brought uh, down in the Braita that a bell, that that the metal thing inside that makes the noise was taken out, it's still Tameh. And Abaye said, it's only Tameh because a Hediot, means a non-professional, could put it back together. Now, we we brought down a Braita that even if a Hediot could put it back together, we understood from there that even if a Hediot could put it back together, it's still Tahor. And that was a question in Abaye. So Rabbah said, uh, Rabbah ended up answering, has nothing to do with the Hediot. Rather, it is still usable. Uh, you could uh, knock it, uh, you can knock it on a, on a clear heris and make noise. And therefore, uh, it's uh, it's still Tameh. Now, Rabbi Yohanan said, because you could, get, you could use the bell to give uh, water to a child. With that, we are starting Nun Tet Amud Aleph. Where it says Verebiohanan about four line ends towards the end. Verebiohanan lo ba'eh me'in melacharishona. Verebiohanan says you don't need uh, you don't need it to do the like the original work. Meaning it it was meant for it to be a bell that makes noise. And you said even if I could use it for water, it's uh, it's okay. Meaning it still doesn't become uh, tahor from the tumah. Because you could do something else with it. Now, who says Rabbi Yohanan holds such a thing? It says, uh, it says, and it ends, it says, it says, I took a basket that's meant for uh, measuring things, it's meant for holding things, and I, I flipped it over and I sat on it. Or another sort of basket. And I sat on it. Maybe it's Tameh. Tamud Lomar Asher Yeshev Alav. Misha has to be meant, designated for sitting purposes. A chair, a bed, or something like that. Yetzaze, we're coming to exclude uh, any like measuring baskets or things like that. Where we tell the we tell a guy, get up, let's do work. Meaning, it's not, uh, it's not, a, it's not a chair, get up, this is a basket. You never lost the term basket from it. Now, since uh, this doesn't become Tameh Midras because of that reason, same thing at the end, that if it is Tameh, right? Let's say I took a chair, it's Tameh, it broke. Even if I could use it for something else, it's still Tahor. It, it doesn't make a difference. Now, there's a Machloket Amoraim. Uh, amora Rabbi Al-Azhar Omer, B'midrasot Omrim Amod B'naseh Melachtenu. That leniency of amod uh, meaning only if it's uh, it's ra'ui to do the original job, it, we only say that by tameh midras, which I guess is a lesser uh, tumah. That means if it, so, uh, practically speaking, if a chair broke, if it could still be used as a chair, it's tameh. If it can't be used as a chair, but it could be used for something else, it's tahor. But we don't say that, that leniency by Why? Because over there, even if it could be used for something else, it's still Tameh. His leniency goes as far as says, even by Tameh if it could be used for uh, something else, it is Tameh, it is Tahor. Even by Tameh it's only Tameh if you could use it for its original job. Now, what do we say about by the bell? Rabbi Yohanan said it doesn't need to have the same job. It, by the bell, he said, uh, even if you could you give water to a child with that, so that you see that's a problem. So the Gemara explains.
Epoch Kamaita, that original Braita, where Yohanan says that the, 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 the bell is Tameh because you can knock it on the Hires. And Rabbi Yohanan is the one who says you could give it to a baby to drink water from. Meaning, flip that, Braita. And I guess uh, and Rabbi Yosef Rabbi would hold like Rabbi Lazar over here. So the Gemara now asks, Why did you switch that one, the one that we said on the top of the page, going back to Nun Chet Amud Bet on the bottom? Why did you switch that one? Why don't you switch the one that you just brought over here? So the Gemara explains, now you can't switch that, but uh, the, the the second one. Why? The Hashemina and the Rabbi Yohanan. We heard from Rabbi Yohanan in a different place that we want that uh, whatever it is in order to break uh, Tum'ah, it, it can't do the original work. Why? Sandal Shel Behema, a horseshoe, right? Shel Matechet Tame. If it's from Matechet, uh, if, if it went to war, touched that body, Tame. Why is it Tame? What, what, what could you do with it? You could use it to drink water. You could put the oil on you. Right? If I want the oil, I guess I don't know why. Maybe dry skin or something like that. You could still use it. Uh, let's say you have no shoes. You take a horseshoe from a, from a horse and you put it on you and you could uh, run right through it. But uh, you see, meaning... Uh, you see from Rabbi Yohanan, it needs to have a, a purpose of a shoe. Meaning, if it didn't have a purpose of a shoe, it's not Tameh anymore. Now, the Gemara goes to my Ben Rav, the Rabbi Hanina, Rav, who said it has to be able to, to ha- be able to drink water from it, and Rabbi Hanina says, uh, put oil. So, what's the difference between them in a practical uh, sense? If the, if the sandal is disgusting, right? I guess, uh, according to Rav, who says you need to drink water, it's not Tameh anymore. It became Tahor because no one's going to drink water out of it. And it will be Hanina. If, if it's disgusting, it's still the Kli's Tameh. Why? Because you could still use it to put oil on you. So now the Gemara asks, continuing, Ben Rabbi Hanan, Rabbi Hanan. So, what's the Nafkamina Ben Rabbi Hanan that says you, you have to be able to run away with it? And Rabbi Hanina, who said that you have to be able to put oil on it. So, if it's if the if the I guess the horseshoe is very heavy, according to Rabbi Hanan, it's tahor because you're not going to run away with the heavy shoe. According to Rabbi Hanina, you could still put the oil on yourself with it. Okay. Next velo shel zahav. The lady cannot walk out with a city of gold. What is my be'ir shel zahav? What's a city of gold? It's a sort of a jewelry. It's a, I guess, a, a picture of Yerushalayim on it in gold. Like Rabbi Akiva did for his wife. In Masechet Nedarim and Afnun, Rabbi Akiva promised his wife that one day he'll have money and he'll get her a Yerushalayim Shel Zahav. And when he became rich, he gave her a Yerushalayim Shel Zahav. Tan Rabbanan, not at Seisha, Be'ir Shel Zahav. A lady should not walk out with the city of gold. Ve'im yatsa'a hayevet hatat, devrebi meir. And she's hayev hatat, hachami omim, lo tetzeh l'chathila. Ve'im yatsa'a p'tura. Rabbi Al-Azhar Omer, yatsa'a isha be'ir shel zahav l'chathila. Go'ad l'chathila. Be'may kami forget, what's the what's the, the root of their mahluket? Rabbi Meir Savar, masoyu. It's not really an ornament, it's not jewelry, it's it's too heavy, Right? 
the Tosfot Rosh means it, it, it was only just meant to show that you have money. There's no, it's not a really uh, an ornament. But Rabbanan Savret Takshitu, at the end of the day, it's a, it's a jewelry, and therefore you're not Hayav Hatat. But Hila, don't do it. Why? Dilma Shalfe she might uh, take it off, show it to her friends, and she's going to come walk with it for a motor and shoot her. Who walks out with this Ishal Zahav? Hashuva. Hashuva is not going to start taking off her jewelry and showing it to her friends. It's like a little tiara that you put from like one year to the other on your forehead. Um, I guess yeah. Rav Asar or Shmuel Shareh. Rav said you're gonna walk out there. Shmuel said it's okay. And what's their what's their machloket? Daniska, if it's all made of uh, metal like uh, like silver or gold, you can't walk out with that because it's uh, something hashuv. She might come take it out and show it to her friends. Where's the machloket? Rav and Shmuel. The arukta, it's made from, I guess, a string. It's woven with with metal with metal uh, pieces in there, gold jewelry hanging and things like that. So more savar aniskaikar. Rav held that uh, the metal is the the, the important part, and uh, therefore um, she would take it off and show it to her friends. More savar arukta and Shmuel felt not the the thread is the ikar, and she's not going to take it off and show it to her friends. Rav Asher Matne Lekula. Rav Asher was uh, explained their machloket leniently. How the arukta dekula alma lo pligede share. If it's made with the thread, everyone will agree that it's mutar. Ki pligede the machloket is adaniska. If it's made of metal, more savar till mashalfam mahavia v'atelatuyera. Felt she's going to take it off, show it to her friend, and then walk out for amot. Or more savar man de arkade mefak bikula. Who walks out with something made of metal like that? And Isha Hashuvah is not going to take it off and show it to her friend. Interestingly, Tosafot just brings down that Dafka, this tiara, this kelila, and Rebil Azar, Dafka, this Irshal Zahav, is what they're allowed to walk out with, but other jewelry that is, uh, I guess, grand, um, five carat ring or something like that, that's not, uh, that you can't walk out with that. Amar le Rav Shmuel bar bar Hanal Rav Yosef beferush amat lan mishemed der der Rav keli lashare. You told us, but you're the one who told us in the name of Rav that you allowed to walk out with the keli la. Meaning you have to say the machloket is like uh, like Rav Asher says, where if it's made of thread, it's it's all mutar. And uh, so what happened there? So the Zigmaran Nedarim says that Rav Yosef uh, became sick and I guess he forgot everything he was learning and his Talmidim. Rav and Shmuel, uh, they were reminding him of what uh, he was posek. Okay, now the Gemara says a story. Rav, they told Rav, Very important, Hashuv, tall person came from, uh, came to Umatla, but he's uh, limping. Amar man gavra rabari chadeitla. Who's this tall, important person that's uh, that's limping? Levi. It's Levi. Now, uh, why is Levi limping? Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel used to, when he was bowing down in the Azara, he was able to put his two thumbs in the, in the ground and he was able to bow down with his feet standing straight. Levi tried copying it and he got hurt. So that's why he was limping. Bottom line is, Shmamina, Nahanavshed, the Rebi Afes. 
it sounds like Rabbi Afes passed away. Now, just to get a background to the story, uh, it's a Gemaran Ketubot, that uh, when Rabbi passed away, he felt that Rabbi Hanina Bar Hama should be the Rosh Shiva. Uh, Rabbi Hanina Bar Hama did not uh, accept that uh, role because there was Rabbi Afes who was like two years older than him. So uh, he put, they put Rabbi Afes in charge. And then when Rabbi, Af- and Rabbi Hanina fell, again, didn't feel like I should be in the Beit Midrash. So he went to sit outside the Beit Midrash because he didn't want to be under Rabbi Afes, but he just felt Rabbi Afes should be the Rosh Hashiva. So Rabbi Hanina, uh, so Rabbi Hanina stood outside the Beit Midrash, and Levi, uh, you know, was there with him. He said, you know, I learned with Rabbi Hanina inside the, I learned, I guess, Havruta outside the Beit Midrash. Then, I guess, when Rabbi Afes passed away, Rabbi Hanina became the Rosh Hashiva, and that led Levi, uh, said, yeah, I'm not, I'm, I, I'm not going to be under uh, Rabbi Hanina, uh, Rabbi, uh, under Rabbi Hanina, and therefore, he picked himself up and went to, I guess, Nehar De'ah. So now, again, Shma'mina. What do we learn from here? The Nahna Shedir Biafes, Vyativ Rabbi Hanina Bereshea. And the Rabbi Hanina became the Rosh Hashiva. And there is no one for Levi to be Havruta. I guess he's coming to Babel. So like Maran now asks, "Vidilma Nachnav Shed Rabbi Hanina? Who said uh, who said Rabbi Afes passed away? Maybe Rabbi Hanina passed away. Rabbi Afes Kedeka Kedeka and he's still Rosh Hashiva. Velo Hava Leinish Levila Metav Gaben. He didn't have anyone to to, to learn with. Vekateleach and he's coming to Avinah to Babel. The Gemara says, "Imita the Rabbi Hanina Shachiv. If Rabbi Hanina would have passed away, number one, the Avil the Rabbi Afes Mechav Hava Kayefle. Levi would have said under Rabbi Afes he was older. Tamei Hacham." He just uh, he stood outside with Rabbi Hanina so he could have someone. The Rabbi Hanina losaged the two. Another thing, the Rabbi Hanina losaged the the Lamalek. It can't be that he's not going to be the Rosh Hashiva. The Rosh Hashiva. The Rabbi. When Rabbi passed away, Amar Hanina beRabbi Hama yativ Rosh. He said Rabbi Hama. He said Hanina beRabbi Hama will be the Rosh Hashiva. Uchtiv beHu b'Tzadikim beTigzar Omer vayakom lach. It's going to happen. If the, the tzaddik says it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Done. And it can't mean if the, if Rabbi said that Rabbi Hanina is going to be the Rosh Hashiva, he's going to be Rosh Hashiva. And therefore, we can't say that uh, Rabbi Afes pa- is still alive and Rabbi Hanina passed away. Darash Levi ben Hardea. Kelila Shareh. He said he said that uh, the Kelila is allowed. You're allowed to walk with, uh, with it on Shabbat. The whole Nadea, all the sun, twenty-four ladies walk out with uh, Kelila. Darash Kelila Shareh. So Rabbi in Mahoza said that uh, the Kelila you're allowed to walk out with it. Eighteen ladies from one Mavoy walked out with it on Shabbat. Amav Yehuda, Marav Shemuel, Kamra, nice belt, Share, is mutar to walk out the Rashut Rabim, Ika de Amre, Darukta. Some say the Seter was, I guess it was made of thread with, I guess, um, gold and maybe jewelry was on that, uh, gold and diamonds were on that belt. Ve'amarav Safra, Medidava Talit Muzevet, just like a regular uh, regular cloak or regular talit with, with uh, gold on it. It's a uh, it's an ornament, but it's really part of the clothing. Now, and some say, no, this belt was made of metal. What's the reason? It becomes like a belt of uh, of kings, which is uh, which is a, uh, I guess, a tachshit, an ornament. 
and every Jew is ra'ui to be like a king, and he's allowed to have a belt made of metal, and therefore he could walk out to Rishut Arabim with this uh, with this belt. Now, by the way, um, later in the Gemara, I think the Kufiud, Aleph Kufiud, somewhere in that area where the, where there is this Mahloket, we we are not posek like Rabbi Shimon who says call Bnei Israel Melachin. All all Bnei Israel are ra'ui to be like uh, kings. We are not posek, but over here I guess we are posek. Kim, this is the way the Ritva explains uh, Rashi. If I want to put this uh, nice uh, avnit on top of my regular belt, uh, I mean, I don't want people to see my regular belt. I want them to see a nice hashuv belt. You tell me, you tell me, are you allowed to walk out with two belts? Meaning, at the end of the day, it's still a belt, and you can't walk out with two belts. She does bring a, a gersa where it says uh, two belts. You're allowed to walk out with two belts, and he doesn't like that. Rather, he says it's asur. Amar hai rasuka. It's a, I guess, some sort of cloak which is wide and short. If it has uh, straps, that's where you tie it and make it uh, tight. Share. Then you're allowed to walk out. We're not worried it's going to fall. And if not, asir. We're worried it might uh, fall off and you pick it up and you walk around with it. What is a katla? It's like a small bib. I guess it's you know it has decorated with gold on it and there's rings over there where you could put you could uh, you could put a, th- a thick uh, what do you call it uh, a thick strap to tie it uh, to tie it with and then I guess they they, they put it around their neck or something like that and we said uh, that is uh, that is asur. Next, nezamim. What's the Mishnah said? We now walk out with the nose rings. I Meaning earrings are uh, should probably be mutar, I guess, because their her hair covers those earrings. and not with a ring that doesn't have a stamp on it. And if she did, she did not have hatat. That's our mishnah. If there is a stamp, she does have to bring a korban hatat. Alma, what do we learn from here? that a tabat with a stamp is not jewelry, or minhu. Right, it, rather it's not jewel. It's not jewelry. Rather, it's a, it's a masoy. It's a it's a load. Or mean who? But we have a mishnah masechet kerim tachshite nashim temeim. The jewelry of women is mekabel to ma'av elu hen tachshite nashim katlaot nezamim. I guess uh, for the uh, for rings uh, earrings. Betabaot betabaot ben sheish aleichotem ben sheen aleichotem. And you have and again it says uh, a ring whether it has a stamp or not a stamp. It's considered a tachshit. Venis me'af and the nose rings, so you see that the the, the ring, whether it has a stamp or not, it's considered a, a, a jewelry. So the Gemara explains, not a problem. Ha felt that it's not a tachshit because the main thing with of a ring with a stamp is for the stamp, and therefore it's not a it's not jewelry, it's not decoration, it's not something you're going to walk out with, right? Lady doesn't uh, go around uh, signing uh, papers with that stamp. Ha rabanan, but when it said it is a ju- it is jewelry, it's rabanan. They hold at the end of the day. It's not the stamp is not the ikar. It's the ring that's the ikar, and then it is a jewelry. The tanya, 
If the ring is made of metal, let's say gold, and uh, the stamp is made of uh, wood, why? Because the main thing is the ring. If the ring is made of wood, and the stamp is made of metal, it is tahor. Go after the stamp. And Tosafot has mentioned in the opposite case, uh, he would be metahir. Now, but when it comes to with that, uh, the yoke that you put on an animal, I guess during plowing time, so it keeps his head down. Go after the rod. Bekolav, a board where you put, I guess, nails on it to hang uh, coats or anything like that. Let's say you're selling it at a store. Uh, we go after the, the nails. If the nails are made of metal, then it's mekabel uh, tumah. If it's uh, made of, if the nails are made of wood, then it's not mekabel tumah. Um, when it comes to a ladder, I guess you go with uh, with the steps. What are they made of? They made of metal. It's mekabel tumah. With a large scale, follow its chains. argue and they say you go after whatever keeps it up together. We will stop right here. Baruch Hashem Amen Amen.